Welcome back, Journeys to Mount Shasta. This is Yi Chen. Thank you for joining us today. Haven't seen you guys for a while because I was taking a long break because I, I was going through some uh, personal uh, emotion, you know. So uh, that's why, you know, take a break. And then today I'm so excited to come back. And then we also invited a special, special uh, friends uh, going to join us. But before that, you know the drill. I am going to talk about our Taku Ironware, USA.com. Taku Ironware, the company is based in Taiwan. Um, the only location outside of Taiwan is in Cupertino. We have a shop in Cupertino. And then our product are made with a different technology. It's a new generation of uh, cast ironware. It's a premium quality with the smooth finish, okay? So uh, we make a cookware as well as a kettle. Kettle is mainly for broiling the water because it will leach the iron and make the water alkaline for healthier purpose. And our, our cookware pre-season with the uh, uh, flaxy oil. So uh, once you take home, you can just rinse it off and start using it. But the regular seasoning, you still have to do it. But our service is much smoother than other uh, same casting cast iron uh, wear that are on the market. So if you like to check us out, please feel free to do so. And especially if you're looking for uh, higher, higher end product uh, of uh, cast iron, it's a Taku, T-A-K-U, ironwareusa.com takuironwareusa.com so that's our commercial today we get that, that one out of the way now we can start our show with our special <laughs> guest and of course we know our co-host is Linda Linda welcome on board oh I'm glad to be here <clears throat> I've missed it anyway I'd like to really introduce Marlo I met him through a medicine woman friend of mine Janet Smith, and he has really enriched my life with his own teachings and the things that he does, and he can share some things, but we're going to start with having him. He met Ray at one of my sweat lodges, and after that, and he and Ray had an interesting little exchange, and then he had a really profound dream that he's going to share with I Ching about Ray and some of his experiences being called to Mount Shasta. Janet Smith had told him, come to Mount Shasta. And this is Mount Shasta calling him and continues to call him. So I'd like to introduce Marlo, a real gift to all of us. Thank you, Marlo. Oh, thank you. And um, good evening and blessings. And thank you, Ching. And thank you, a pleasure to meet you. And thank you, Linda Health. Thank you. Um, I am very grateful for both of you and this opportunity to share um, experiences and um, to learn from each other's experiences in this world today. So um, the dream that I had, I believe the dream world is a very, very important um, cross-section of our human being, our mind, body, and spirit. And <clears throat> after a sweat lodge, it was either the first or second sweat lodge that I was really involved in in Mount Shasta. Um, I met someone named Ray, Mount Shasta, as well known as Mount Shasta Ray. We had a conversation um, up the, um, in the traditional sweat lodge after we all gather to kind of bond and eat in Wapilia, they call it. And so we were um, just having a casual conversation, actually. And, uh, we talked a little bit about a few things. He asked me if this was the first time I had been to Sweat Lodge, and I said, yes, it was. And he told me that you know, he's done these things, and he was grateful for Linda and the experience and how I thought about it. And I said it was just a really wonderful experience, the whole um, the way that the lodge ran and how I felt during it and after. And then we had a, just a casual conversation about um, he um, said he had an office in um, close to Mount Shasta, and he was involved in um, helping people, and uh, he was retiring, and um, 
it was just a nice conversation, but we connected. We talked a little bit about recovery. We talked about um, uh, healing ourselves as um, people and being transparent and then loving our authentic self. And I thought it was just a great little uh, introduction of who Ray was, you know, and I went off to talk to the next person who was in the lodge. And, and so that, you know, uh, when I drove back to Sacramento, I live in the Sacramento Valley, and I download a lot of stuff when I drive from Mount Shasta. And I had a lot of time to, to drive through the mountains and look at the sky and be appreciative of all the people that were involved in the lodge. And um, I got home that night, and typically, like, after a sweat lodge, you sleep really well. And... Um, so I downloaded all the stuff on the way home and had good thoughts and just was like, wow, this was such an experience to just be a part of. And I didn't think much more of, you know, because I talked to everybody there, you know, um, including Ray. And um, I went to bed that night and had this intense dream, um, almost like it was a lucid dream where um, a little bit different than your regular dreams. And, and I do have quite a few of those. And where I could just touch, smell, and see all my senses were just alive. And I was out in the desert and um, walking out in the desert. And here next to me, I look next to me, is this gentleman I met at this Linda Sweat Lodge, um, Ray, Mount Shasta Ray. And he grabbed my hands and he looked at me. He said, Marlo, I want to show you something. And so I said, okay. And um, I just followed his lead and uh, I, he walked a little bit with me and then he pointed to the ground and I looked down on the ground and there were these pots, like little, like pots, ancient pots. And some of them were like used to pour things and some looked like just a little jar and they were beautiful, like pots. And some were sitting on the ground and some were like, in the ground and he said see these pots he said and I said yes he said never forget these these are really important and uh, I looked at each one of the pots and he said he said you will know what those symbols mean and and so I looked at the symbols and and there were these ancient symbols on each one of those pots um, and I didn't touch any one of them but I was just reveling in the beauty of these anciently crafted items and um uh, and that was it it was gone and i woke up and i was like my gosh this was amazing dream about ray and you know like i just met this gentleman you know there at the sweat lodge and you know linda said that i might download information and i could have dreams about the lodge and, or stuff but anyhow so i reached out to linda and i told her i said you know hey i gotta tell you this story about Ray, you know, like, you know, I had this dream. We were out in the desert and he showed me these little pots and with these ancient writing on them. And um, we're out in the desert. And um, she said, oh, really? And she said, do you know that Ray is, for a long time, he lived in Sedona or he's part of Sedona community. And I was like, really? He never told me that. <laughs> I had no idea. We just had, a, we just had a little casual conversation, like... And I was like blown away about that. And then as later on, then Linda said, you know, they have a store with pots, like, like these pots. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> and um, I just, you know, it's a dream that has stuck with me, Yiching. It, it has really asked you, Linda, I, mm -hmm. I tell Linda quite frequently about this dream, and I've been wanting to tell you about this dream. Thank you. Thank and, you for sharing. And it, it, it was like, it was really like not only the, uh, the secret, synchronicities of it and the, um, the powerful message of the, the um, dream, but the connection to um, other things that I didn't know about. Um, um, was kind of just some maybe message that was laid out for other others to interpret in their own way of love and compassion. And I'm just a messenger, I feel like. Um, and it's the same way as like when I work with Lodge or Medicine Wheel. I'm just a messenger for the Great Spirit and for the 
the ancestors and everybody else involved in. So I just wanted to share this right off with with you and uh, that dream. Now, what the symbols are, I have I'm not sure, but maybe I will know next month or next two years. Maybe somebody else knows. But what I will tell you is that it had a, a beautiful impact on me. Um, being that being my first first or second time at a sweat lodge and connected to Mount Shasta, and it was just another driving force internally, spiritually, that made me want to return to have another um, experience uh, that would develop myself internally, just to um, and um, so yeah, that's that's my dream that I wanted to. So, I Ching, do you want to share your dream as well about Ray, since this program's a little bit about Ray? Yeah, but today, uh, in honor of Ray, this is the third uh, guest that we, uh, uh, you know, we invited to, you know, uh, talk about Ray. So today is also another one that uh, we feel like we wanted, we like to do that for Ray and then for me yes. as well. Yeah. Right. And then uh, I want to ask uh, Malo, have you been to Sedona yet? I've never been to Sedona. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I've heard, yeah, I'm very familiar with Sedona and, and the um, spiritual qualities of Sedona and, and what you know, it's a powerful um, spiritual location. And um, but I had no idea Ray was a part of that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So, uh, but I, I'm hoping to go there soon, and maybe that in that time um, something will be revealed more to me. You know, like, um, but um, I, I hope in in my lifetime I will um, go there. <laughs> okay, uh, just uh, just I guess it's a, just a confirmation for you. You know, because you talk about Ray, talk about the dream, and talk about those parts. You know, <laughs> you know. And then you're in the desert, so yeah, that's a kind of very obvious <laughs> message <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> yeah, like pointing the direction, like of the compass here. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But maybe we'll go together. We don't know, you know. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll go on a mission together, you know. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, because I also know the Sedona area well, you know, especially. Uh, the shaman's cave that I share uh, with uh, my friends and family on my uh, YouTube channel or some pictures on the Facebook that would be a, a wonderful, wonderful place to go, you know, but uh, we'll see, we'll see how this yeah. comes along, yeah yes. so yeah, thank you Linda for asking me uh, because the past about a month that uh, I was going through this uh, process, and then actually uh, one evening I just asked the spirit and said, you know, uh, I asked Ray, can you come to my dream? Can you come to my dream? Talk to me, you know. I, I actually did that couple nights, several nights before I actually have Ray came to my dream for the first time. And in the dream, we were in some place that there are a lot of people and a lot of rooms. And there's another young guy was uh, kind of uh, showing us around. And then clearly I can remember that Ray was there with me all the time. But he never, sp he never spoke a word. But uh, when I woke up, I remember he he was there with me all the time, but he was like uh, twice or th three times as tall as me, and then he also he was also in a white robe. So, uh, but uh, he didn't say the word the, the entire time. Uh, he didn't say the word, but uh, you know. So that was a dream that I have with the Ray first time. And I believe, I remember like a, maybe another week or so, and then I was also asking, you know, asking Ray to come to my dream, talk to me, you know. And then actually he came to my dream the second time. 
And then, uh, so in the dream, I remember that I asked him why you have to left me all of a sudden, you know. And then uh, the answer that he gave me, you know, he said because his physical body cannot handle the uh, vibration that he is getting, you know, because he was getting a higher vibration, higher frequency. So he said his body just cannot handle it. And that was also very clear to me, that dream that he told me about that, because I constantly ask him this question, ask this question about why he have to left all of a sudden. So I got the answer. And actually, a uh, couple nights uh, ago, I, I starting to try to ask again, you know, uh, about Ray, mm -hmm. ask him to come over, but uh, I believe that was last night or the night before. I just I just asked Ray to come to my dream again, so I want to ask him more question. But then uh, he didn't he didn't come into my dream. But uh, in the middle of the night, I woke up, and then I got this uh, clear message, and then just remind me said, uh, "Do not go down to do not go that route because." If I just try to push, uh, keep pushing about the why, 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 and then there will be more question for me to ask, ask, ask. And then the message, why? yes, uh, yes, the message was uh, reminding me that stay focused because I've been right. slacking off about a month not doing the podcast. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting because you know, I've been experiencing more and more with the connecting with the spirit, you know, in a mm -hmm. different way in my life, right. you know. So also here to share with, the, you know, our, our friends and family here that this is what I, I'm, I have been going through. And then mm -hmm. uh, so the veil is getting thinner and thinner. So if mm -hmm. we should just... Uh, constantly do the meditation on a regular basis and then you know bring the lights and then bring the love to the world and we all need that mm -hmm. yeah well and we, and we also need the rays and the lillians and the people that are on the other side because <clears throat> they're helping us raise this vibration and really making us be more focused because since they're not here we have to do it for them and they're here to support us because Ray shows up a lot and Lillian shows up and um, um, what's, what's the medicine wheel guy? I can't think of it. Sun Bear. Sun Bear and Charlie Tom and because they're on the other side and so we are the spokesperson people for them and like talking about Ray and sharing the dream and like you said, let's not ask too many questions and make it hard. Let's make it easy on ourselves so that we can carry the energy that they're giving us yes. and share it with us, the teaching. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so, you know, I slowly coming back by uh, publish, republish uh, Ray's uh, photo book like the other day. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was guided to do that for him too. So I did that. So I'm feeling uh, ready and then recharge and then, you know, continue to do our work together. <laughs> yeah. It makes it a lot easier because right now we have to be a part of a tribe because we each have a different piece of the pie yes. as to the teaching and the enlightenment. And, what, and really, we always talk about, we don't know what our complete work is yet, but it's starting to manifest and it's, it's starting to perk. But Marlo, do you want to share a little bit about the medicine wheel and how that's touched your life? Yes, please. Sunder, that would be wonderful. Yes, sure. Thank you. I would love that. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your uh, dream, Yijing. Um, so, yes, um, I, I think the medicine wheel, um, you know, how, you know, has been brought to me through through channels of other people and energy and through community and sweat lodge and 
connections and having an open heart and um, love and compassion and um, being connected. Um, we both talked about the other side and um, our ancestors, and they are there for us. They are um, our community as well as our community here. We're never really alone. And so one of the, the, the ways with the medicine wheel is um, I randomly during COVID-19, when everything just kind of really started with COVID-19 and um, there were like some big shifts and, you know, the planet's going through a shift and people are going shifting and everything's happening. And um, I'm looking at myself in the mirror going, you know, questioning a lot of things and through whatever praying and meditation and um, some previous sweat lodges, um, I was praying to the great spirit and to the ancestors to, you know, show me some things and to, um, because I did feel alone, even though I wasn't alone. Um, and I felt vulnerable. And so oh, the way this, the um, medicine wills kind of brought to me is almost through uh, indigenous teachings of how the sweat lodge works with the ancestors are, are the oldest um, beings on our earth. And, you know, these stones, these rock stones um, that we use in sweat lodge that we bring in our ancestors. Um, well, just so happened, I, you know, had kind of picked up um, a few, been praying and, and was just drawn to the medicine wheel and drawn to the medicine wheel. And since I had all this time on my hands, I started reading about it and talking to Linda about it. And she had a connection with the medicine wheel and that made my just uh, manifestation with it even stronger. And I started to go out and, and talk to mother nature and the plants and the earth and, and the rocks. And just like we bring in the lodge. And one day I figured I'm just going to, you know, start reading through. Um, I had known about sun bear and his t teachings of the medicine wheel. And I felt very connected to it. So I started reading the book and um, he it's a very authentic representation of um, the medicine will in itself and um, so I started gathering the stones for it and following the representation of it and just following the great spirit praying every day following um, asking for guidance asking for to stay humble to keep love in my heart praying to the four directions and things I learned in the lodge and sure enough some things started to manifest and i um through um one book um some bears dancing with the will that marlise um you know co-wrote too and you know some bear kind of laid out this map of what to do outdoors and it's very um um it's a great book in that sense and so i just started working with the outdoors not just reading the book and taking in knowledge like we do books but using it outdoors and talking to it and working with it and because i was kind of alone or at least feeling alone because i couldn't sweat lodge everything was in recovery i mean everything is in like um covid 19 closed down so um i followed directions with it and the, the four directions i set up a compass i set up the sun i I um, went and found each stone. So there's 36 um, stones to the to the medicine well, and so each one I prayed with each one each day, and I used the plant medicine on it, and the smudge did, and talked to it, and let it be. Had a connection with each one, and um, before I know it, and after each season, I worked with each side and i would contact linda and tell her about this and janet smith and i kept on growing and reading about each second of what each rock did and its connection to the next one and the calendar and the, and the moon and the stars and the sun and before i know it the whole thing was complete and i was praying with it every day and it was alive it was activated um and um it was just a beautiful feeling and um it, it's kind of a blur now and in some sense i'm glad i'm telling this story because um each stone I worked with, um, you know, I would go, go get each rock, you know, and stone, and each one had a special purpose. And um, and now it's a lot deeper because they're all connected. So 
uh, that's kind of how I got into it. And um, but I it, I'm, I pray with it every day. Um, I pray with I'm in you know it's the medicine wall represents um, the circle of life and the circle of the center of everywhere you are at. You are at the center of the great spirit. You know. Um, wherever you are, you are at the center, so you are never alone. It's just a community thing, too. So, um, in saying that, I've, I've prayed out there for you know um, people who are who are, are hurting and people who are happy and people who are need in times of need. And I pray for myself and my family. And also, I just um, it, it's a place to reflect and look at myself and, and how. I can be with this planet and what contribution um, she has for us. This this earth is a beautiful place. So it made me more in touch with that. So um, that's just a touch of how I've gotten involved with it. And now it's it's, it's a live living thing, just like um, our planet, just like a tree grows. And, um, you know, and there are, you know, different forms of the medicine wheel that, you know, you can form it into almost anything, you know, like, um, there um, so um, that's a little bit of, of how I got involved with it I think so yeah wonderful yeah you know talk about medicine wheel actually uh, Linda and I uh, we have uh, other episodes that uh, previous episodes we talk about medicine wheel and we also talk about Marlies because uh, about four four years ago uh, she and then her her people uh, build, uh, built a medicine wheel in south of uh, France. And mm. then also four, uh, about four years ago, uh, Ray and I, we went back to Taiwan to uh, activate the uh, medicine wheel that we built. It's, the location is almost in the center of Taiwan. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then this medicine wheel is actually uh, uh, besides the, uh, we, we build like a three circles. The first one is a traditional four directions medicine wheel. And then the mm -hmm. se second circle outside of it, it's uh, seven poles. So it's like represents mm -hmm. seven days a week, seven rays of mm -hmm. a sacred, sacred flame. And then uh, in the middle of a building that uh, one of the, one of the people from the group got the message from the universe that we have to upgrade this medicine wheel bec became a dragon wheel so we add mm. another circle outside of the second circle and we have a 13 poles you know 13 lines between the second okay. circle and the, the third circle so that was kind of interesting, uh, you know, a connection that because today you also mentioned about medicine wheel. And then so Linda and I, we were talking about this and then uh, because uh, she's going to go to Peru to do this uh, uh, moving through it with the uh, uh, people that go, go together. And then uh, she also shared with us about the 5D activation, Mother Earth 5D activation that she did about three years ago. So uh, we kind of, uh, kind of uh, like uh, connecting the puzzles and these will be all coming together. And then she is gonna continue to do that activation uh, this month when she, go, she, go, she goes there with the team. And then for the medicine wheel, Eventually, I think we're gonna con connect more, more group, more groups, more teams uh, throughout the entire world that uh, has been built, build, have been building a medicine wheel, you know, in their country or in their city. Then uh, we can probably do a worldwide the activation for Mother Earth for the 50. Mm -hmm. But I think Linda is the. Uh, uh, for for Rana to do this thing, and then we can have Linda share a little bit about that uh, because uh, I think her her trip is coming up, 
and then yes. we can you we can uh, utilize uh, today's uh, episode. So uh, we have well, we, yeah, Linda, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, when I went to Peru the first time, it was a very unexpected time that I went, and I made reservations on the eleven eleven, and had really no idea what was going on. And I met a woman. Her name was Leanne. And she was there with like five people to activate the new earth in the sacred valley. And she and I were alone for, I don't know, several hours. And she was a very normal, nice person. I was asking her about it. And so then the next time I went, I, there was more activation uh, on this. And it was before the pandemic and it was December 15th. And I was at the temple of the moon and I was just feeling this horrific feeling. And of course I had no idea what was gonna happen. And it, it turned out to be that I was feeling the world. And Leanne, this woman that activated the new earth, has just recently been in Egypt, and now she's in uh, Glastonbury. So she's gone from Egypt to the temples and lots of pictures. So this is all interconnected with the medicine wheel and the activation that we're all a part of. And a lot of times, like Marlo was saying, we feel very alone. But on the other hand, we're all, and there's no question in my trip, and the people that are going, I've said that we have a job to do to continue this 5D and to be really a part of this whole thing that's happening. Marlo's in Sacramento with his medicine wheel, and I Ching is in Cupertino and in Mount Shasta, and I will be in Peru with a group with the absolute intention of what we're talking about. This is not a light deal, and including my book, which is also moving through it, is about how we do this stuff and how we, like Marla was explaining in I Ching, of following the energy. And a lot of times it's not real clear as to in the beginning when you collect a rock or you do this, it's not real clear as to what the end product is. But like I Ching is saying that once we can get this motivation going, we can actually be a part of this whole healing this 5G of the whole world. And can, can you imagine if we all participate in a medicine wheel just all over? It will be, and like I said, this woman Leanne is doing stuff like that. She's not as much in the medicine wheel, but she's actually going to all these places for activation. And if you saw the pictures of her Egypt, and now she's in Glastonbury and doing the England thing, which of course is where the goddess lives. So it's just very interesting how we're all a part of this mystery called life. Yes. And we're following the, the energy and often not really understanding why now, why doing this. And even when you were talking, Iche, and I could see you very simply, you and Marlo going on this adventure, because I've done stuff with Iche here and going in the park. He has this mystical thing going on. And I could see you guys going to Sed Sedona because he was hugging this. Well, I could see it. You know, it's, it sounds like, because that's, you know, that's really what we're meant to do, you know, is to keep the energy moving and to make these changes. Because there's no accident that we're on this podcast talking about this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, Linda. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I do think the medicine well, if I might say so, is you know, you see it spreading through the world in different um, regions and in different all, all around the world and starting to, uh, because I think humans really have that internal drive to um, want to um, learn from the ancient roots, their ancient past. Their, their, um, we have this DNA that's in us that, that wants to um, exhume love and it's um, I think we're going back to some of those things and, and the wheel really breaks that out. It's like connecting the dots. It really helps us um, evolve as humans into kind of look back at, you know, just by looking at this, it makes us look at our mother earth in a whole different perspective. And I could only imagine what it'd be like if we're all connected in that, that, that way. Mm -hmm. and, and if you look at it, it's the circle, you know, our planet is a circle. It's all basically... Right circle and you know so um yeah i think it's it's a beautiful thing yes yes so yeah linda uh, i'm so excited about your your book is going to be published would you like to talk about that a little bit more 
to kind of share mm. some information uh, uh, with our audience, our families and friends here. Sure, sure. I actually started writing it in 2015, and I was using somebody else's name. And basically, it's the journey from my psychic, being a psychic at five and seeing angels, and then how I got introduced into meditation. And I actually met a uh, woman in San Francisco called Reverend Pearl Shannon, who used to meditate with Yogananda. And she was the first person that I could feel that I could really talk about these bizarre things that were going on with me. Because in those days, you know, I would have been on medication had I talked to pretty much anybody because I was seeing spirits and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of going through that. And I, I had the hesitation of doing that because it really, it's some of it's kind of secret, my personal knowledge through the years and how this affected and how these spirits came to me or how the teaching. And then I got involved in Native American and that just blew my mind. I mean, I thought, I, I wasn't sure if I'd live through it or die in a sweat lodge. And then I ended up being in a training thing with Charlie Tom. So it's all these things and including doing recovery and all other modalities of uh, hypnotherapy and pretty much anything. Once I realized that part of my journey in this life was to really not only be a spiritual person, but understand the psychological and help people with whether it be their own recovery or how you go from point A to point B. So I kind of go through storytelling as and using myself as a story. <laughs> and then I did vision quests with various different people and all over and putting people out and having, I, I was so, so, I'm an only child. So I can't really imagine not ever being alone because I was alone most of my life with these crazy thoughts. But then I, I've met people that have never been alone, ever. Or and it, you take them and put them out in the wilderness, you know, it's it can be very frightening. So we really do a preparation. And I kind of go through that and I go some through, you know, how it changes your life. And again, like Marla was talking, a lot of this is really about Mother Earth and relating to nature. Because nature's the natural healer. And like with my clients and things one of my preferences is taking him for a walk you know like um, I Ching and Marla we've gone for walks and a lot of times that's when the real deep stuff comes up because we're not sitting looking at each other and you know really trying to decide let's dive deep you know we're just visiting and you know I, I one of my gifts I, I don't know if it's a gift is people being around me having flashbacks I've had so many people through my life that would start the conversation and go, you know, I have never told anybody this and I just saw blah, 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 you know, <laughs> and <laughs> often in the sweat lodge, you know, and so that's not really surprising because a lot of times our psyche has hidden these things and we're not, we're probably not ready to handle them yet, you know, and when we are, they just come to the forefront and then of course you either do therapy or do different modalities of how you deal with it and heal it and it could be a past life. I mean, so many of us have had these pro profound past lives. And that's one of the chapters in my book as to how my past life, I was in uh, Paris and the smell of Paris by the Seine in Notre Dame, a whole past life started unraveling mm -hmm. of how, how I had been. And really the, the limitation and also the blessing because I ended up in a convent in Scotland. And I kind of like that isolation. I like that whole prayer thing sitting in the chapel and that would be, and I was also a Buddhist, so in living in a cave. So I really like that that isolation and that reverence in this lifetime. And even Pearl, when she did a reading for me, said to me, that will be something you always have to fight because part, I'm very social on one level and very introverted on another, which, which most the empaths are. You know, it's like I Ching saying that he spent this time this last month or or uh, Marlo, we, we go inward as people and we're very comfortable with that. But we don't, again, always want to be alone, right? <laughs> so that's kind of what my book is yeah. like, you know, and it's, and it's, and also being a part of the, this new tribe that's developing and the importance of it. Yes. Especially right now, we're, we're alive for a reason. Yes, yes. So that's kind of, uh, sort of my book in a nutshell. But it, it took a lot of courage, and I once I started doing these things, I was, again, reliving the process very much so. And some of the stuff I'd forgotten because, you know, life happens and you just kind of move on. 
So I've been in process not only about Peru, but my book and my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for the weak, believe me. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, I Ching, for asking. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, while you're talking, uh, I, this just came through that uh, we have that uh, a friend in Mount Shasta. What's his name? Pneumonology. Oh, uh, uh, Darius. Oh, Darius. Uh, yeah, uh, Linda introduced me to Darius, and so uh, I got a session from him, and then he gave me, uh, he's a very, very, very good uh, pneumonologist, and so he, he shared with me about the uh, Mount Shasta numbers. So uh, on the many different levels that uh, the reason that so many people in Mount Shasta or so many people go to goes to uh, go to Mount Shasta and then writing the book, publishing the book, is because the number of the uh, Mount Shasta is uh, uh, using the nowadays term is like content creators. So you know when when uh, when he talked about this, I was kind of uh, click click click. You know, it's like matching my life's life after I've been to Maoshasa, you know, uh, publishing the books and this and that and then doing this uh, podcasting thing, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. So uh, it's very, uh, very interesting uh, pneumonology uh, that he is, you know, so. Well, and you just republished Ray's book. Yeah, Since and you saw. yes, and then you know, actually, during that time, uh, we live in Maoshasa, and I did publish uh, three uh, photo galleries, photo booklet, like uh, the one Ray has. You know, mm -hmm. I help him to publish his, but I also published uh, three. You know, and uh, I'm thinking about republish on the uh, Apple. You know, when mm -hmm. I get to it. So, so you know. I also published book already before. <laughs> oh, see, it's back. It's back. Yeah, so, yeah, I need to, you know, not I need to, but I was guided to, you know, republish that. So, mm -hmm. and, and actually, the, every day I'm doing this a day one, day two thing. It's all, that's actually the new book that I'm going to publish. But I will republish those three first on Apple, and then the, the one I'm doing every day, one, one picture and one meditation uh, message a day, that would be my, the newest book that I'm working on. And thanks to you because of your inspiration, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, it, it's beautiful. And um, Marlo hasn't seen it yet, but your artwork and, um, and what you're doing is so beautiful and so powerful. Thank and your you. message, of course. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And you know, this is actually a color therapy series. And then this one, I want to have a, a subtitle will be Between Worlds. Because oh, nice. I don't know if you, uh, if you notice, uh, one day I will have a painting that I painted on canvas. And I mm -hmm. meditate on that. The next day, I will do the digital art. And then so I, I kind of take turn. Uh, canvas, digital art, canvas, digital art. So it's like a between world, worlds, worlds. Because right. remember, we, we have a conversation about we are doing so much work, not only our physical, but in our dream time. We are going back and forth, back and forth. So right. that, that was kind of the idea that I used the one canvas you know, actual painting on the canvas and one digital, you know, so it's like a between worlds, 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 yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, just to share, share with you, because, uh, you know, I haven't told anybody about that, but this is, this is the concept. Well, you have now. Yes, yes, this is the con <laughs> concept I'm, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting. You're so. doing, you're doing, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. happening, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess that's a, a reminder for Marlo. Yeah. Yeah, 
the, maybe you need to jot down some notes and with the, all your, you know, <laughs> journeys, <laughs> uh, shaman journey, medicine oh, wheel, yeah. those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I don't know if you're good with a computer. Actually, uh, right now the ebook publishing is very easy, you know. So, you know, you can do that on computer. That's what I'm doing, you know. So. Nice. Yeah. No pressure, okay? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> well, I think with Marlowe, he, he, he's being very humble and modest. But he's getting so many messages yeah. as he's out of the medicine wheel yeah. that you're right because whether he do it through the computer or you know um, voice record because this is the thing is like with me writing there was there's so many of my stories that I I'm sure I I don't remember them all I mean maybe some will come to me but um, as time goes on but the thing is we forget more than because we don't always record yeah or do the note or whatever it is because right. you know, life happens right. and he and marlo gets so many messages from all these teachers and sunbear is there was uh, i saw it today i think it was his birthday or an anniversary or something yeah um yeah and um he when he passed away i was out in the marble mountains which is out in the middle of nowhere and somebody i don't remember who it was hiked in and we had a big sweat lodge for his passing because he and Charlie Tom were very similar. They had wide cheekbones, good-looking, haughty guys, and um, you know, and they were great friends. And Charlie was also with uh, um, oh, I can't think of his name. Um, uh, anyway, another big Indian guy. So these guys kind of hung together. So and now Marlo is channeling, and they're showing up at his medicine wheel all the time. And oh yeah. Said, yeah, the, 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 oh, go ahead, Linda. No, 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 no. I mean, you probably have forgotten more than, you know, of the messages that you've had. So I think uh, I Ching has a really good idea to start, you know, either noting them down or writing on the computer or, like I said, voice activate it, you know? Yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea. And I just, um, because I think writing is such a valuable human expression and mm -hmm. um, the way we write things down um, solidifies some, something that happens in um, this this you know in moving space and time you know and then we we write it down it's it's like um, it's a different energy form and I think it's really important and I think a lot of people are getting back to books and, and, and we have access of technology now too and I never really thought about actually doing that until you mentioned it but I have channeled a lot of Sunbear you know and, and some of these things like I even told Linda he when I was doing each section of this medicine wheel um, and this took me a while I, I went through this pretty to my best of my ability that I felt that um, it was felt natural and um, he was coming to me in dreams and I was swimming under the water and I was running I was being chased by a bear and he showed up um, I um, <laughs> was on an adventure of him like multiple adventures that he was putting testing me towards and mm -hmm. um, I even had one dream I told Linda that after I dreamt about him I woke up I think it was the bear dream uh, but I woke up and he was standing in the corner of my room still Wow. And looking at me. yeah and then he just kind of vanished and i call i told linda the next day i said oh my god he showed up he's here like he's like and he would just kind of giggle at me too you know like he's got a good sense of humor you know but um he kind of really kind of empowered me to um have this relationship with him in mother earth and i think it's a wonderful idea to uh to write some things down and i'll probably take you up on that yeah yes you have to <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> because yeah, there is the, the, Ching the teacher. Yeah, so because uh, yeah, <laughs> when you're talking about that just now, I got goosebumps like nonstop. Keep going yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. getting stronger, stronger. So to share with you, this is the way I get confirmation. So I just get this confirmation for you. So please start doing that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Because I think whatever you, you were, you were channeled, 
uh, you will learn, you, you are getting all the messages and the learning from uh, some bear and other, other uh, spirit guides. I think those, those are very uh, valuable, valuable uh, information and messages mm -hmm. that uh, I believe a lot of people can get benefit from it. So I would think it, I think it would be a great way to uh, present also uh, your uh, spiritual journey, you know, mm, using mm -hmm. those. So that would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for um, sharing that. And yeah. Now you have an assignment, Marlo. Aren't yeah. you lucky? <laughs> we all do. That's what I Ching does. He does it, like I said, so humbly and modestly. And yet we're all on this path of, you know, when people say they get bored, we don't really have a whole lot of time to get bored. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Wonderful. Okay, I guess today's uh, uh, main purpose is getting models, getting busy again. Keep <laughs> <laughs> me busy. Yeah, keep you busy, yeah. you know. Yeah, so wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, I Ching, and thank you, Marlo. Oh, this was really you, fun. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. Yes, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so happy to finally connect with you, and then I'm sure we will see each other in person soon, sometimes, somewhere, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so yeah, okay. I think we are going to wrap up uh, today's episode. It's a wonderful conversation that we have in honor of Ray and learning about Marlo, learning about Linda more, and learning about each and myself more. So wonderful. Thank you so much, Linda and Thank Marlo. You. Thank you, both of you. Thank Bless you. We'll see you. Blessing. Have a good sweet dreams, everybody. Okay. See you next time. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.